What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining us for the official, the third official episode of the Be Real podcast. I'm here with one of my good friends, Nate. What's up? What's up? We've known each other since middle school. You know, we've had a good time, a long relationship, you know. For sure. Um, high school was a good time. I want to talk to you a little bit about your college experience. Okay. Because I know that's something that not a lot of people hear from, and it's pretty unique to who you are now, so... Yeah, for sure. It was definitely um, eye-opening for me. Uh, it was the first time I really got to get away from home, be with my abuela, basically. I was always with her. But, like, the best part about it was is that when I got there, I didn't know anybody. I kind of got to figure out who I was on my own, you know, like, just daily tasks, things that I, habits I gained, um, discipline I gained friends I gained, experiences I gained were crazy from yeah. the partying to the experimenting with different things, you know what I mean? <laughs> I get you, yeah. And I mean, you're all the way in Minnesota, St. Cloud, Minnesota, on a baseball team with people that you've never met. You've never met. You don't know anyone. You don't even have a car over there. No. So what was it like getting around, you know, just how'd you finesse your way through this, Nate? Because I know you're a, you're a smooth talker guy. So, <laughs> so there was a couple of different ways I got around, like here and there. So my freshman year, I didn't know anybody for like the first three months. I would walk to the gym and I would walk to school and that was it. Mm-hmm. And then little by little, I started going out, going to the bars, going to different house parties and meeting people, you know. And then the more I met people, the more I became friends with people and it just kept growing from there to the point where, like, I kind of already got to know everybody there my first semester. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody knew who I was. They know I was there. Baseball. I was from Miami. Like, exactly. I You're was exotic. Guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. it was cool. It was yeah. fun. But then, I don't know. It just got uh, kind of crazy my freshman year. Like, baseball was going great for me. Mm-hmm. So I kind of was like... I thought I had a chip on my shoulder. I thought I was hot shit. Yeah. Right? And then I came back to Miami and, like, no one kind of knew who I was for for break. It was kind of yeah. sad. No, it's pretty crazy. Like, yeah. all the experiences that you've been through, when you come back here, no one knows. And it's, like, exactly. it's a different it's, life. Yeah, you literally, like, I'm conquering the world somewhere else. And then I come back and I'm like, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. But then when I came back eventually, like, after a while... Everybody kind of realized, hey, Nate's back. Yeah. And yeah, it yeah. fell back into place, thank God. Yeah, you were gone for two years. Two years, two whole That's years. It's a long time to be gone. And how many times did you come back and visit? Like, how how'd you keep in touch with your friends? So, at the beginning there, like, I mean, I guess I would um, text Mikey and Matthew every once in a while about baseball, like, how you doing? School and shit. Yeah, like, school they were off doing the same thing. Yeah. And then, like, Rob, Bobby, Antonio, all of them, I didn't, I didn't really talk to them as much, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, toward the end, me and Bobby talked a little more just because he had the same interests as me. And making money is interesting to us, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, we want to be ballers. Yeah. yeah. You only live once, you might as well live the best, best way you can. Yeah, it's always good to surround yourself with people that have the same mentality, especially at, at this uh, stage in our lives it's really important to surround yourself with a good group yeah you elevate each other i know you got basically got him the job yeah where you are so you guys are working together now pretty much hanging out every day right yeah basically yeah we got starbucks this morning mm-hmm. um we work i learned from him he learns from me yeah we're both hustlers it's going good man like i don't i don't really understand how things fall into place so well mm-hmm. in my life but it's it's been it's working going out good pretty yeah well. it's been going good pretty well good yeah i mean you got a great job you love your job you've talked to me a lot about it um what are some things you like at the position that you're in right now and what are you looking forward to to moving on to in the next few years or even post-graduation so when i post-graduate i'm moving the fuck out of my house that's the <laughs> first thing yeah I love my fucking house. Like, I love Mm -hmm. my abuela and all that shit. But, Mm -hmm. dude, when I lived alone, 
it was amazing. Mm -hmm. I just, I didn't have to answer to anybody. I didn't have to tell anybody where I was at. I literally did whatever I wanted whenever I wanted. And it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's how I want to live, you know? Yeah, you miss it. I do miss it. I miss living alone, you know? Yeah. Having my girl over whenever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> doing whatever, whenever, you yeah, know? And if you guys are wondering why Nate's looking in this direction, is because both of our girlfriends are here in the studio. They're, so they're maybe a little distraction. They're over there smiling. I know they're a little nervous right now. For but, sure, uh, yeah. I definitely can't get into deep detail with some of these stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's a public podcast anyway, so we want to keep it. You yeah, know, keep, keep it, it PG, PG. I got but, you. Um, back to the work thing, you know? What do you see yourself doing in your job? Like, what's your position right now in the job? What type of work do you do day to day? So since I am... um. Still in school, I'm a project management intern. Mm -hmm. But at this point, interns push paper, um, push documents. I'm already past that stage, and I'm doing subcoordination. So, like, I'm running subcontractors day in, day out. All the coordination, um, approvals, procurement, fabrication, everything. Mm -hmm. I'm basically tackling that for each subcontractor, which is mainly like 14, 15 on every project. So now I'm I'm learning a lot at a very fast pace. Mm -hmm. So I'm used to that kind of like that hectic go of things, like balls to the wall yeah. all day long, 50 hours a week, 55 hours a week. But whatever, you're making money and you're learning. You know what I mean? Like I can feel my brain growing every single day. Like I'm learning something new every single day. Not a lot of people can say that. People do the same thing every day. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, I mean, that's the difference between real work experience. Like, you're really getting in there versus school, where you're kind of just, like, learning things to pass a test, and it's not... I don't learn shit in school. Yeah, you, you're really doing a lot of your learning. So what do you think about that? What do you think about school? And So and school, I mean, I understand why you need to do it, just because it sets you apart from the people that don't. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's... That's mainly, that's the main reason. That's the main reason why they do it. And that's why in a couple of years, everybody's going to have their bachelor's and they're going to expect you to have a master's. And then in a couple of years, they're going to expect you to have a doctorate. So like, I don't think it's college what is what helps you grow in life because I think a lot of people can make a lot of money without college at all, for sure. Yeah. If they're a hustler, you're a hustler, you think that way, you have that mentality, oh, yeah. you have that burning desire to succeed. You're going to do well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. College isn't for everybody. And I talked a little bit about this on the last podcast. Um, but, yeah, if you're not doing college, you need to do something. Like, have some type of goal. Have an ambition. Don't just wait around. You I know? agree. Like, some people think that it's just going to be handed to them. I mean, yeah, some people do have those opportunities that just come up to them. Hey. But for most people, they have to work for what they have. Oh, of course, yeah. You know what I mean? And especially work for what they want because most people, at least our group, we're not really satisfied where we are right now. So I we're agree. hungry. We're all hungry. That's, That's what why, I like about yeah, our group. exactly. That's why I love interviewing you guys. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just great uh, content for people to actually sure. get to know us because we, uh, we don't come out that often anymore. You know, it's, people don't hear about us. People don't know about us. So it's good to... Everybody forgot who I was this day I graduated, dude. Yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy how that happened, huh? Everybody just kind of... We knew, we knew, you yeah. know? But... No, nah, but I like surprising people. They come up to me now, and they're like, oh, this guy was a dumb jock in high school, you know? Because <laughs> I kind of was. I didn't give a yeah. shit about school, but... Yeah, yeah, we know we didn't. No, now... I... Look, I'll check my phone right now. Dear FIU student, I hope you're all enjoying your winter break. Something... Hey, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay, that's the wrong one. But... I made the dean's list this semester. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. I, I had rats, a good bro. semester. Yeah. That's hard to do. Seriously. Yeah. My girl did too. We're both nerds. There you go. So. There you go. It works. Yeah. And, you know, the people from high school, everyone just kind of goes their own separate ways in a way, but you don't, you know, so, we have love for each other still, you know? And that's the beauty of it, because we were so close and so tight, you know, like we, we created that bond. Exactly. You know? And even though we all have our different ambitions, our different separate lives, we know that we're still boys and we always got each other's yeah, backs, exactly. in my opinion. Like, if they don't think that way, I doubt it. 
you know like i talked to mikey matthew jose you you know what i mean everybody <laughs> yeah. and we still got love for each other yeah. we don't have problems it's all for love what? it's all love we i want us all to be successful, successful. you know it's later in life when we're all retired we can eat shit again yeah there you go you know yeah the uh man i forgot what i was gonna ask you oh yeah we a way that we connect still like our relationship is we have our little tradition yeah of, lobster of going to the keys so for those of you that don't know about mini season when it comes to lobster season um it's about a week before i think uh yeah. before you can lay your traps in the water so we're going pretty much free range with all the lobster we get first dibs we have to wake up early in the morning and yeah it's mini season and we don't yeah <laughs> we always wake up late yeah yeah we yeah, don't yeah, care yeah. We you know why know we're gonna get them. because we know we're gonna get them every year we get 60 plus no problem yeah no problem and it's fun. And, and it's we fun. Love it. Easy money. We we even assist each other. We caught one oh, at the yeah. same exact time last year. We literally netted it at the same. I mimicked him like on the money. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, I yeah. wish I would have got it on video. Dude, that's why I have the GoPro too, man. So I have one too. You guys now. are all gonna see. You're, you're all gonna see us. the truth. Just watch out. So this year's gonna be a good one, man. I'm gonna try to get a lot of things on film. Yeah, for sure. And uh, there are some funny stories. One time. Uh, I was, I was, you know, I was down. It was only like, what, 10, 12 feet of water. I'm in the. Oh, yeah, bro. We're at the kegs. <laughs> oh, my this? God. Yeah, yeah. I remember this. Yeah. So I'll say a little bit of my perspective. You say your perspective. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just down there digging, you know, I'm, I'm tickling around. I'm, I'm checking the spot. I'm the first one down there. I'm, I'm just looking around. My, my head is in the darkness, you know. And then I hear Nate make a noise uh, up above <laughs> me, like a little laugh, you know, like a little ha, like through the water. So he did it loud, and I was like, I was like, all right, what's he? I'm like, what's this guy laughing at? And then, you know, I guess I, as soon as I turn my head up, and I look up, there's like a four or five foot barracuda, yes sir, just like in his face, a foot away <laughs> from my face, with his mouth just open, breathing right in my face, and I'm like. I instantly just freeze. And, and I, I fucking and piss my pants. <laughs> and, and you're still dying laughing. And I'm just like, I just like slowly float up to the top of water. I'm like, oh my God. Like, what am I going to do to this thing? Yeah. You know yeah I mean, I'm dead. It was funny as fuck. And then it kept following us for a little bit. I mean, we have a ton of fun key stories, yeah. man. It's what, what do you love about the keys? Oh, there's a lot of things I love about the keys. Oh, I love the sunsets. I love the drive. Believe it or not, mm -hmm. the drive is peaceful to me. I like passing people in the passing lanes. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. I, I hit my max speed on that drive always, you know. <laughs> Have you ever been stopped? Never been stopped in Never. the keys. Oh, you know what's Good. crazy? You know that's crazy? I'm going to knock on wood right fucking yeah, you now. Better, because you're lucky. I am lucky. The cops there are very mean. And you know what's crazy? Is that I usually drive like between 55 and 60, you know, 60 if I'm pushing it. But mm -hmm. 50 to 55 is where I like to chill, you know? They're never going to pull you over going 5 to 10 miles over the speed limit. Yeah. That's messed up. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And even then, if they do, they're going to take you. It's going to be 100 bucks. And I'm going to be like, yo, fuck you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> the Nate's girlfriend's calling him a liar over here right now. In the uh, keys? <laughs> nah, not in the keys. In the keys, I drive slow. But I, I actually, know how they are. I actually have a little cop funny story it's actually michael lopez he if you're listening brand shout out to you uh he was driving and you know how there's like a middle lane yeah he just said hey i'm gonna go on this middle lane because our lane the turn all, lanes yeah like <laughs> in the regular keys you know not in the crazy yeah, fast yeah. part or the or the highway just normal keys and he just starts driving on the middle lane to pass all these people because the traffic was bad yeah. so he just starts going all in the middle lane boom 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 and then, whatever, we get stopped by a cop. Whatever, the cop comes down, lowers the window, you know, the cop is like, the, we're in the middle of the street, you know, so the cop doesn't want to be there for long. Yeah. And he says, pretty much, long story short, he says, hey, man, do you have any previous tickets? Like, if I look you up right now, or do you and have Michael any? Was like, no. And Michael was like, no, man. No. I swear, officer, you know, no, no, we have nothing. The guy goes, all right, I'm going to let you go. Have a good day. What? Let's him go. And then and Michael like turns around. He's like, bro, I have like six tickets on my thing. <laughs> I was like, dude, this guy is crazy. I'm like, I can't believe he just lie like that. But I guess it made me think, like, is there a point to telling the truth in that scenario? Like, if Well, if, you, if he looks, if you read the officer and he looks desperate, mm 
mm-hmm. because he just wants to dip. Yeah, bro, of course. You have to. You have to try to get away with it because at the end of the day, he's going to give you the ticket no matter what. Exactly. If he wants to give you the ticket, he's going to give he's it to you. He's going to give you the ticket. And if he finds out, finds out you lied... He's still going to give you the fucking ticket. What is he going to give you a ticket for lying? You can't give you a ticket for lying. He's going to be disappointed in you. I I might (laughs) be wrong. Hey, you're the the one that's going to law school, right? I don't think you can. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, no. No No way. Well, when you find out, let me know for real. Tell me the code reference and everything. I'll be like, yo, cop, shut the fuck up. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) But we've had a lot of good times going out afterwards during mini season. Oh, yeah. For sure. We've had 100%. a little arm wrestle tournament. I whooped some scrubs ass, and I hope he listens to this, you know, because this guy I heard my dad told me that night. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Hey, I've seen that guy before." I'm like, Wait, who told you this? My dad, because he saw the video of me oh. arm wrestling the guy on Instagram, and I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Yeah, bro, he got into a fight with my buddy Ricky the other day, and Ricky whooped his ass." <laughs> So yeah, so that guy, I don't, I don't know if you remember, he was kind of messed up that night. I remember him being pink. He had bruises. Like, he had bruises oh, on it. Yeah, yeah, it was that, bruised oh, up. Mean, like physically. Yeah, beat like up. he beat his ass. Dang. And I know Rick. Rick is a pretty big kid. Yeah. And so, it went on to go that that guy got whooped by me too. <laughs> I just didn't beat his yeah. ass like that. Yeah, yeah. And there's video of it, though. Yes. I mean, and everyone was getting behind you there. Oh, and I hey, beat him a hey, couple hey, times. Yeah, yeah everybody yeah, was yeah. cheering for him. It was kind of cool. Yeah, the Keys, the environment there is much different than anywhere else I've ever been, man. Like, yeah. There's nothing like the Keys. And the beauty of it was, is that, I'm sorry, Bree, but I hit on every single lady <laughs> in that bar. And didn't get anything, and I was still completely satisfied with myself. Yeah, this was many, many I years had, ago. <laughs> I had great conversation. Yeah, this was our first yeah. year. This was probably like yeah. my junior year yeah. of high school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Long it time. It was a long ago. time ago, man. I would hit on every... I was 17. I wasn't even 18 yet. I couldn't even buy a drink. I had to hustle some older guys to buy me drinks. Exactly. Imagine yeah. that. No, yeah. You were like, hey, if I beat you, yeah, you, I beat have to buy you, me you had to buy me a drink, yeah. and I would win. And then Seriously? I remember I I stopped playing and everybody stopped playing after a while and I went to the bar and I gave her my actual ID and she tried to kick me out and then Jose's dad came and saved me she's like hey sorry miss he's fucked up can I get his ID back <laughs> yeah, my dad knows everyone some somehow my dad always ends up somewhere in the mix yeah you know he's he's always there I agree we're trying to get into the full moon parties and then I don't know I look through the fence I'm like yeah. What the guy? Yeah, get us in. Yo, <laughs> Yo remember he's that? Like, my dad's walking up. He's like, "Yeah, this is my kid." And then the lady goes, "Are all of these your kid?" And he's like, "No, just that." One. Like he wanted to say, "Yeah, they're all my kids." <laughs> yeah. He's like held it. I was like, "Oh man, the lady, what's she gonna do?" You yeah. Know? <laughs> but man, the keys. You're obviously love to spearfish. You have yeah. your little boat now. Oh yeah. Um, you got any crazy spearfishing stories? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do. I definitely do. So, I don't know. My favorite thing about spearfishing is kind of the peacefulness of it. Mm -hmm. Like, when you're down there, you don't hear anything. You're all in your own head. Everything's on you. It's a mental game, you know, with the fish, with the elements, everything. Yeah, you're really... With with how calm you are, you know? Like, the, the calmer you are, the more you can relax yourself mm-hmm. and become comfortable with being uncomfortable the better you get at it you know and it, and it i feel like it helps you grow intellectually physically spiritually i love it you're in your yeah. own world you know yeah and yeah. once you pull that trigger and see that fish just get stoned is the best feeling in the world to yeah. me and it, it might seem messed up, but I eat every fish that I shoot. Oh. You know, I'm not going to shoot a fish that's illegal. I always do it the right way. And it's it's a game for me that's fun. And those fish taste amazing. Like, yeah, amazing. Maybe I'll let you borrow my GoPro, man. Because, I mean, being down there for long like that is I have one, actually, now. I, uh, oh, man, you got to record more. I, You know what? I've seen some. I recorded and... I left my GoPro on the boat for a couple weeks, and I still haven't gotten to get it. So I got to pick it up, and I have some footage there. 
But I don't really share my footage. I just keep it there for myself. Yeah, true. Yeah. And I'll go back every once in a while and I'll be like, oh, this is what I did right. You know? Like, you study yourself. I did that in baseball all the time. I would get video of myself or I would get in a mirror and I'd be like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? You know? That's what so can I do? What can I do too. to get it right? And that kind of helped push through, like, everything in life. You can't half-ass anything. You got to get it right. And what can you do to get it right? Yeah. Whatever it takes to get it right is what it should take, you know? Because when things are done the right way, things tend to go right for you, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah in life, obviously, there's going to be mistakes no matter how much you prepare. But the more you prepare for every anything, the better. Because there's mm-hmm. going to be less... Exactly. Uh, in construction, I'm sure there's a ton of mistakes. Oof. You know? It's so ridiculous. all you can do is prepare as best you can. E- even me renovating my own house. Ton of mistakes. And it's just me. You have to do your own punch list in here, huh? My own what? It's called a punch list. I have no idea what you, that is. They finish their work and you inspect it and you call out everything that they fucked up yeah, on yeah, and yeah. they have to fix it. Yeah, yeah. It's a punch list. Yeah. And you know what? You have to do that for every single thing. Every single thing. Because nobody puts effort and does things the right way yeah i mean it's not their house they don't really care that much yeah. you know it's like yeah but the thing is for like in my in my experience now i'm building mm-hmm. millions and million dollars millions and millions of dollars worth of work so yeah they're getting paid very well to do a good job so in my opinion they should do a good job yeah and i'm gonna and hold them to that get standard. rehired and for another job no they don't i mean some care about that mm-hmm. you could tell the ones that are smaller than others and they rely on us you know what i mean they're partners with us so that they can make money and keep getting contracts and keep getting work with us because they know that we're gonna pay them yeah yeah we're a good company yeah you're credible we're a credible company exactly but i don't know like some some companies just don't care they're so big that they make so much money that they don't really care they don't care yeah and they make our life a mission and it is what it is. You're going to, you know what my boss said? He literally has a saying. It's all subs fucking sub. <laughs> What's a sub? A subcontractor? Subcontractor. Mm. Literally. He's like, you have to spoon feed them everything. Yeah. They're, they're very skilled when it comes to their scope of work. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when it comes to the attention that they put to it, it's, it's not great, you know? Like, if they put a little more effort, things would be a lot better, you know? Yeah, I get you. But. Yeah. And uh, down the line, do you see yourself being an entrepreneur in construction, like, in a way? Or or what's your kind of end goal? Not end goal, but one of your goals. So, with my, mo- with my company now, I can make good money, for mm-hmm. sure. I'll live comfortable. I won't have any issues. But. By any means, I won't have everything I want. But the thing is, I don't need everything I want. I need what I need, you know, and I'm okay with what I need. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to work my ass off to get what I want, but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, my life comes first. I'm not going to put... I already give 70% of my life to work. I get you. So, I mean, when it comes to what I'm going to do, I'm definitely going to take the money that I have now, save it, invest it, and make it grow on its own. When money grows on its own, that's when you know you're doing something right. Yeah, whether that be real estate or, or the stock exactly. market or exactly. whatever you're interested in at the time. Exactly. Investing it into something that's going to make it grow. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that's people that key. just save money and they're kind of scared to, to put they're it anywhere. Conservative. You know, it, that's good, too, because you need to save to then invest when an opportunity comes. But do I want to retire at 55, 50, or do I want to retire at 40 and just chill for the rest of my life? Like my dad, mm-hmm. I'll give it to him. He worked his ass off. He started his own company. And, yeah, for the first couple good amount of years, he didn't make a lot. He made a good amount, enough to survive and live well. And that's a sacrifice. And that's a sacrifice he made. Mm-hmm. But he worked his ass off. His company grew. And now he's going to be able to retire 45. You know? And that's awesome. He's going to be able to live the rest of his life well, chilling, with no worries in the world. And that's... Uh, and uh, you know what? Do you look up to that a lot? Like I, I feel like you take a lot, lot from that. 
And you know what's crazy is that he's retiring to make more money on his on his own with the money that he has already. Just keep, just keep, keep multiplying. Flipping, keep flipping, keep yeah. And he's gonna leave that day to day stress, which is great. I, I, I'm happy for him. Yeah, good. I really am. So, what are his plans to move uh, to the Keys or, or Upper Northern Florida? What's so the- he already has a place in West Palm, but from what I hear now is that I guess he likes he wants to go sailing. He wants to sail the world. Does he have a sailboat? No. Is he going to get a sailboat or is he going to get a big boat to drive around, you think? He's not going to get another big boat. He's not going to get another speedboat. He's done with those days. He's not young anymore. That's what he told me. He's either going to get a sailboat mm-hmm. or he's going to get like an offshore boat. Mm-hmm. Um, We're pushing him to get the offshore boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not a big sailor. I mean, like, it's not for me. Obviously, it's for him. If he wants to sail and that makes him happy, by all means, go sail the world. I don't care. <laughs> you know? That's a pretty, like, that's like a storybook, man. Someone that wants to sail the world. Like, that's pretty crazy. He's got to prepare for it, but he has time. And because he has to learn mapping. He wants know? to wait for my brothers to basically graduate high school okay. and go away to college so he can dip. You know? So he wants to get them out of there? <laughs> no, Eggs? Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, they should. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? They gotta, they gotta do something. Mm-hmm. I hope they would do something. They're not bums like half, <laughs> half of everybody I know, but... <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's his plan. I mean, I shipped away at 18. <laughs> he could have done it with me, <laughs> yeah, but he, th- he had two other kids. Mm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so you have two little brothers. What's that like for you? Like uh, being an older brother, you think you're like a role model to these kids in a way? Like, yeah. what, do you, uh, what do you teach them? Oh, all the good stuff, you know. <laughs> um, so actually, yesterday I took them to go get their Christmas presents, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Boys, I love you, but I just have to pay car insurance. So, fifty dollars <laughs> a piece. Pick out whatever you want, up to fifty bucks." Where at? At Target. That's where they wanted to go. I said, "Best Bass Pro, you know, West Marine. kind of Target over here." Yeah, Target. And they yeah. loved it. Target's good. Target's good. Whatever. <laughs> And so then, first they want an Alexa, and it's thirty bucks. But then they want earbuds too, which is another thirty bucks. And then it's sixty, and I'm like, bro, just get one thing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's Christmas. You're gonna get a shit ton of presents from Santa. Like thinking that they still believed in Santa. And they're still like, in Santa? and they're like, no, we don't believe in Santa's that. Santa's real, by the way, for anyone listening. If you're a kid, yeah, these kids are dumb. I don't know why they don't believe yeah. in Santa. Whatever, and they told me that, and I was like, are you serious? Mm -hmm. So, okay, you're going to get a crap ton of presents from your parents. And then my little brother, Roly, he goes, I'm grounded. I'm like, what do you mean you're grounded? And and then my other little brother's like, oh, I know why. (laughs) He's like (laughs) laughing. And I was like, well, tell me. I'm the big brother. You're like, I need to know this stuff. Mm -hmm. Why are you grounded? And I can weigh in. Maybe I can say something for you, help you out, get you ungrounded i have that power i mean you know? he's out at target so how grounded he, could he be he's chill yeah. well with big brother they get away with murder okay okay oh yeah you're the because one that got punished b- because big brother always gets away with murder too oh you get away with always <laughs> always <laughs> so you all just get away. usually it's the it's the older sibling that gets nailed and then as the time nah. goes on the parents loosen up they're like hey you could go out if you want i never got nailed bro never no my mom was awesome but irresponsible it was perfect for me, you know. Would you say awesome but irresponsible? Yeah, <laughs> I swear. Yeah, it, and my dad was res- is kind of really responsible but chill, you know. Mm-hmm. Like he's reasonable. Yeah, he has common sense. So what did what did he get grounded for? So the little kid got grounded for he he screamed at his mom and he cursed at her. Bad oh, words. Man. I don't want to repeat them. No boy. But he when he flips out, he flips out. Like, he's called me an a-hole. He's like, you stupid a-hole. And I'm like, bro, I will How beat you? your ass, kid. He's nine. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he's nine. Oh, man. And I'm like. This kid's a firecracker. He's a firecracker. He really is. But he's at the same time very cariñoso, like very soft, soft-spoken, oh, like wow. shy. Like he couldn't even order his own food at Burger Fi yesterday. Wow. So he was about to piss his pants. A- yeah. With family, he's yeah, he's confident. He's he himself. Does not care. He yeah, doesn't he's himself. care. He's himself. 
Exactly, and I, I'm, I'm sure he's with, he's like that with friends too. Oh yeah, his of course. Age. How do you think he learns? How do we exactly? Yeah, they they know these kids. They know. But these little kids, like I showed them their first rated R movie, and it was <laughs> Bad Boys. Bad Boys Two, actually. Which is Bad Boys? Bad Boys with Will. It was based oh, in Miami. Oh, bad Boys. Obviously, obviously. Bad hey, Boys. Just bad wasn't Boys. Clicking everybody, relax. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh. no, I love those movies. Um. But yeah, the kids, the kids are a little savage. Man. No, the kids are a little savage, but they um. Andres has something about him. He's a uh, he's very energetic, mm-hmm. and he knows what he wants, and he will get it. Yeah. And he will not stop until he gets it, which is why I think he's gonna be very successful in life. He doesn't um, take no for an he answer. He doesn't take no for an answer, and he's very he's funny. He can be a little overbearing sometimes because he's young and he's ignorant to like. But he's got he, charisma. He's got charisma yeah. for sure, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's a good. Those are two great qualities to have in Th- life. At his age, he's probably running the show with his friends, you know, mm. because he's the leader of his group. Maybe I don't know. I really don't know. But the way he carries himself and the mm-hmm. way he he kind of thinks he knows everything. Even though he really yeah. doesn't, which it pisses me off because we're older and we actually know that he doesn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that he thinks he knows it and he tells his friends with that confidence, they believe him. Exactly. You know? It's all about confidence when it's you're It's all a about kid, that man. confidence. He has uber confidence. Oh, yeah. Literally. No, if you're the most confident kid in the group, dude, you're, they're going to listen to you. Because they don't know. No, none of these kids know anything. Yeah. They, they don't, don't know. know so they'll just believe you. And follow along. Exactly. You know? And that's good that he, he has that, that charisma, you know? Yeah. Whereas Roly's very shy, mm-hmm. but smart also. Very, very smart. And what way? Like school-wise or just street smart? Like he knows. Street smart. He, he learns quickly. He learns quickly. Learns quickly. He's a little baby. He doesn't He's not hands-on, mm-hmm. you know? But he um, he figures things out quick. I think in school, he's he probably finds it pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. Smart kid on his toes. But... I don't know. They drive me nuts when we fish. And that's about it. Yeah, you spend a good amount of time with them, you know? Yeah, man. out as their older brother. My dad and my... What has that taught you? What has that taught you, like, life lessons that you could take from that? Maybe, like, when it comes to your parenting skills later on or or whatever. Like, what do you what do you see in the kids that you're like, hey, I never really noticed that before, and that's a, that's a good thing to know? <laughs> well, I was raised kind of different. So, the way I was raised was very... Well, well, let's let's talk about that a little bit, because you moved around as a kid a little, so let's start from the beginning. So, I was born here in Miami, Florida, Baptist Hospital, Mm -hmm. 305 MIA, and I lived here for three years. Obviously, I don't remember anything about those three years, because I was one to three. Mm -hmm. And then my mom, she decided she was going to go to Oklahoma and study broadcast journalism and mass media communications at or roberts university in oklahoma tulsa oklahoma and i obviously didn't have a choice but my dad kind of fought back on it but there's really nothing you could do because my mom had final say on and hmm. what i did you know it never got ugly between it never got ugly you know my my dad um he was always there for me mm-hmm. financially i came every summer i came every christmas Okay. For seven years, you know, and my mom went to school for seven years and she lived in Oklahoma for seven years and it was it was great. And did she choose uh, Oklahoma for any reason? Like, did she have family there? Or? No, she chose it because it was a Christian college. Okay. And she felt that she had to get right with the Lord at that time in, in her life. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it worked out. But and so how was it growing up over there? So what happened is is that I was with my mom alone and she was twenty two, mm-hmm. and my mom even at forty two, still I don't think can handle a kid, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so she was by myself with me going to school, working two jobs, like my mom was running the show, mm-hmm. and so my aunt came to visit. And this is the story that I hear. Your mom's sister? Yeah, my mom's okay. sister came to visit because she was she was ready to get out of Miami. And she visited Oklahoma and she fell in love. She ended up buying a ranch. Oh, I didn't even fell in love with a guy. No, fell in oh. love with 
Oklahoma. The lifestyle. The lifestyle. She bought a ranch. The horses. The, the whole life. nine yards. Yeah. What do you think about the ranch life? It. I mean, it's beautiful. Pretty cool. I think anything natural is is great. You know, like I'm a. My girl right now calls me a hippie, because. I'm natural. I like natural water. I like mineral water. I like <laughs> natural food. I like natural everything. Anything that I catch on my own. And why? 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 Is that how it's you've better. always been? Or you it's just... it's better for you. You know. Yeah. I mean, all the nutrients. It's it's stuff that gets taken away from all this processed food. Yeah, you want that real stuff. You, you don't want, want that this, real stuff. This packaged exactly stuff that has a bunch of chemicals in it and a bunch of exactly. Yeah. That's the th- type of stuff that benefits you yeah. in the future. And yeah. I want to live long time, you know? I don't want to live I don't want to live a short fun life. I want to live a long fun life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I figured out how to make like natural food taste good. Mm-hmm. You know? And then also the more you eat it, the more you adjust to it, the more you learn to love it. That's everything, yeah. That's, That's everything. everything. You just get used to it. You get better at it. You improve. Yeah. But so what role does your aunt, uh, we got a little off track, but what yeah, role yeah. does your aunt moving into? So my aunt, mm-hmm. she um, she basically came back to Miami after visiting in Oklahoma and told my grandma that, Oye, niño se va a morir. <laughs> what? She told my abuela that I was going to die if, if I lived there with my mom by herself mm-hmm. any longer. <laughs> Seriously, and uh, my abuela went crazy because which abuela is this? This is abuela Chucha. Okay. Um, this is Gladi Awai. She is amazing person, but she's a little crazy sometimes. She don't, she don't play around. She's abuela, you know. And so she went to Oklahoma. She saw the situation, and she flipped out. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's the type of lady that if there's a if there's not a corner guard on the corner. She's going to freak out. Mm. She's uber safe. Okay. And um, I'm the first grand, or not the first grandson, the second grandson. And so she moves to Oklahoma with Yvette, and then my uncle follows. And he was probably turning 19. He had just graduated high school. He decided not to go to college. He went straight Wait, to Oklahoma. your uncle, so how is, he's not related to your aunt. He's related to my aunt and my mom, the so, brother. Okay, so they're younger brother. The younger brother. Okay. And the grandma is obviously the mom. The mom. Okay. Yeah, my abuela. And so my uncle, <laughs> he uh, he was raised a a very certain way, tambien, or like also, I don't know why I said tambien, <laughs> but he basically he's so very by, by the by book. S- by certain way, you mean like uh, his parents were strict, or yeah, very sh- strict. Okay. You know, like. Be respectful. Open the door for ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, don't talk out of place. Yeah, Keep your elbows off the table. I guess you said uh, tambien because you kind of meant that raised like a Latino a little bit. Like yeah, these he, type of family values and, and the way that we're raised. A hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah, How I would have been raised like if I was raised with my dad or my abuela. Mm-hmm. But even now I kind of see my dad shying away from it. Mm. And I don't know why. Mm. Because I don't. That's why my brothers listen to me. Yeah, they listen to my dad too, but he has to get pissed for them to listen. Yeah. I say one word and they're like, "This is what's up." Yeah, but that's how I was raised. My uncle, I remember he used to give me a look, and when I saw that look, I would shut up because I knew I was either gonna get whooped or I was just, I wasn't yeah. gonna get what I wanted. Yeah, you just knew. I just gave up. I was just like, "It's not even worth my time," and he made it very clear. He's like, "You asked me once." I'm going to tell you an answer, and that answer is final. Yeah. You don't keep asking. Mm-hmm. And how much, what was the age uh, difference between you and your uncle? So he's probably like, he's 38 now, I'm 21, probably probably 19 years older than me. Yeah. So, yeah, but he, he raised me kind of like my dad. He taught me how to play baseball. He's the one that introduced me to it, you know. In Oklahoma. In Oklahoma. Okay, so that's why... Yeah, that's why we had a we had a special bond. He taught me the mental game of baseball, which was probably the most important part. That's that's very hard to teach a kid too, man. Yeah, but kid, he taught me discipline, which was the harder part. Yeah. Which got me to want to do it on my own and mm-hmm. figure it out on my own. 
which was was crazy. You know, and you obviously love the game. I love the game from the start. Did you love the game? I loved it. I started when I was really young. I started when I was like four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, I had rumors that I started when I was three, but I I remember playing at like five six, you know, mm-hmm. and it was um it was definitely amazing. I, I did have that natural athlete athleticism. Yeah, I was the, I was pretty yeah I was pretty good f- to begin with, you know. Obviously, I had room to grow. I was a little kid. And I don't think I grew as much as I I definitely could have, mm-hmm. but um, I did enjoy the process for sure, and yeah. I think I I took it as far as I needed it to go. You know what I mean? Like everybody looks back and they're like, "I wish I was still playing baseball," and I do too. <laughs> like it's I look hard back to let and go, I, man. it's hard to let go, but honestly, it's it's something that I think was the better for the better for me because now I'm I'm in I'm learning more about life yeah whereas i would have been pretty closed off to it for a long time if i was still in baseball yeah and that like we talked about it me and matthew a little bit on the podcast um that how important the discipline that we learn from sports and just being a part of a team and the hard work that it takes to be a good team or to be a good player yeah and that those things that we've learned we can now apply them to regular life every day and it's just like that's that's the mental part of sports and what they teach you that people don't really realize as much. You know, people that are non-athletes or, or just see it from the outside. It's a, it's a different mindset that we have, and and you could tell in the workplace too. Oh yeah. You know. No, you could tell. I mean, Adam. I don't know if you remember Adam yeah, Quinones. That guy is an animal. I've heard. That guy's an animal. At that same company. At that right? same company, he's like, I want to work harder than everybody here. That's the mentality you have That's to have. That's the mentality. He, he's a shark. That's I'd love to get be. him on the podcast. Oh, my gosh. You would love to have Adam on a, on a podcast. Dude, I love people like that that have the drive and just don't take no for an answer and can just push forward do, no matter what. That motivate motivate other people. I feed off that. You know, that's why he I like him. He's my mentor. Guys. He's my mentor. Hands down. All day. You see him a lot? Every, basically every day until as of recently. He, he just got moved to another project. And so now I'm I'm kind of left to run the rest of this project. Yeah. So he is he kind of the first guy to pave the way for you guys in a way into this company, or or did he help at all with you joining there? Like what what did you for see? sure? So that it was kind of a funny story. It was um my first semester back mm-hmm. from St. Cloud. I was at FIU, and I didn't know anything about construction. Absolutely nothing. And I was working as a baseball coach well, at the what, moment. What were you studying at the time, and then how did I was, you? Uh, I was studying construction management, oh, okay. and um, I knew I was going to get into construction. I just didn't know how. I just knew that my dad did have connections in the industry as well. So, like, if, if it really came down to if I graduated and I still couldn't get a job, which I seriously doubted because the industry is pretty hot right now, mm-hmm. I was, I was going to look for help and get a job with one of his friends or even maybe even his company, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, that first semester, I was going on job site visits with Bobby mm-hmm. because we were looking for work. Bobby was workless, and Bobby is a workaholic, too. He's like, I need to get a job. I need to get a job. I wasn't in a hurry because I had a decent job as a coach, you know, and I, I was still playing baseball. Mm, it yeah. just kind of hurt watching other people play baseball when I knew I was better and I could still do it. You know, like even I know it, it sucks to say because they're kids. <laughs> but I, I love I loved it so much that I wanted to be playing. I wanted to be practicing. Yeah. I didn't want it to be hitting them the ground balls. Yeah, yeah. I wanted yeah. to be going and catching the ground balls. So that was the only thing that kind of sucked about it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I don't know if I could do this. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it was fun teaching kids. I get along with kids pretty well. Um, But... Yeah, no. And then so you guys are going to job sites looking uh Yeah, we're going to yeah, we're going <laughs> to job sites yeah. looking. And we went to a Brassfield and Gory mm-hmm. job site visit. And, and how do you schedule that? You just Well, the school online. does it. Oh. So that's okay. kind of one of the cool things. They that's have good professors that like have connections with a bunch of different contractors and they do job site visits. Mm-hmm. I went to Thornton first, which was in Palmetto Bay. They did the Palmetto High School building whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was cool, but I t- 
talked to my dad about it. I was like, hey, how's Thornton? He was like, bro, they're ass. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's the end of this conversation. <laughs> and so then I went to the next one. It was Brassville and Gory. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, yo, that's a badass company. Hmm. And I was like, okay, now I'm going to check it out. And when I went, they were building the hospital that I'm building now. They were in a job site trader that was pimped out. Mm-hmm. And little do I know, I walked past an office and I was like, I passed and I looked back and I was like, holy shit, it's Adam Quinones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, what's up? And he's like, hey, man, what's up? And I had one fishing with him and Matt Fernandez not too long, probably like a year before that. Mm-hmm. So we had seen each other not so long ago, but pretty long ago. And whatever, we caught up. And he's like, oh, what are you doing here? Oh, you're studying construction. Da 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 da. We caught up. And he's like, hey, man, I'm going to put in a good word for you. I think you'd be great here. And I was like, all right, sweet. I was like, I'm about to get a job. Mm-hmm. And But there was a, a couple other contestants, Bobby being one of them, another girl that I work with now being the other. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many other people, but I still had the interview. And I remember that interview, I was shitting my pants. This was your first pretty much official first interview suit ever. or tie or what do you what'd you wear? <laughs> I literally wore um, <laughs> I wore a full suit yeah. with a tie and everything. I had my hair done, slicked back. <laughs> I had one of the guys there at the job site basically say, you look good. And I was like, fire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it was um, it was basically the anticipation before. Because Bobby did his present or his internship, like, interview first. Oh, his interview. At 8 a.m. at the job site. And then I did mine at 8.30. Oh, so you didn't even get a chance to really talk to him? Or? I didn't even get a chance. So what happened was those 30 minutes that I was sitting in my car, I was like, holy shit. Like, uh, I was freaking out. <laughs> I have an interview right now. This is the first interview I'm ever going to go yeah, to. Yeah. And honestly, the best advice I got, because I asked like 30 people, is like, oh, how should I take this interview? Like, how have your interviews been in the, in the past? Like, I've never had one. I was so in the dark. And I remember my dad was just like, bro, just be yourself. Mm-hmm. They'll like who you but are. But that's so hard to do at the same time, you know? Like, be yourself with this random guy that you don't wear a suit every day. You know, I you don't. obviously feel a little different. I agree, but I think the zoo helped. It gave me yeah, yeah, that yeah, confidence. Yeah, does, I feel like a badass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You feel great when you, you know, put like a James Bond. You're like, <laughs> you look good. <laughs> you feel good. You play good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, kind of my, my thing. And so then I thought about that probably like five minutes before I was going to go in. And I was like, just be myself. How can they not like me? You know? Yeah. Even though there's probably a lot of reasons why people don't like other people. Mm-hmm. But you can't think like that. If you think positive, you think confident, you, you may end up doing a pretty good job. So the mindset of it was it the mindset. Uh, it was totally a mindset thing, and that's what kind of blew my mind, because as soon as I I thought about that, I got inside, and it was eight thirty, and I was there in front of the job site assistant, mm-hmm. and people were just walking past me like, "Who the fuck is this kid sitting down in a suit?" Yeah, and I was just like smiling at everybody, like trying to be like friendly and nice, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I may end up working with all you. What's up? <laughs> Hi, yeah. how are you?" And then um, I, like, kind of lost that that nervousness, kind of like that little shiver, that little budge. I was just like, eh. So you kind of broke the ice before you even got in the interview. I broke the ice before I got in the interview. And then they pulled me into the interview, and they just started talking to me. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was their best friend, literally. Like, you oh, say they, how many? Uh, it was uh, my boss, Mike, um, Drew. The HR director, Lauren, and um, that's it. It was them. And they basically were like, well, Mike was, he's the big boss, basically. And he was like, oh, I play baseball. I played baseball. I heard you play baseball. I heard you're a hell of a better baseball player than um, than Adam. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, oh, no, Adam was pretty good. And he taught me a lot. He used to coach me, actually, you know, and I don't think he knew that. And so then we went on to talk about baseball and how, why I quit, why I'm in construction, what kind of drew me to it, which was my 
kind of my dad. You know, I wanted to make money in some way. I didn't re- really think I liked anything else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I liked baseball. I liked fishing. I liked nature. I liked the outdoors. Yeah. Career-wise, that was your... That was my way to do everything that I like to do. You know what I mean? And I know that there's a lot of ways. And now I know there's a hell of a lot of other ways to make money in construction. And I'm excited to explore those ways. Yeah, you never know until you get your foot in the door. Exactly. That's a lot of the reason why I think people go to school. It's just to get your foot in the door at a company. And then you have to prove yourself. And that's what you're doing, bro. So. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying to absorb as much as possible. I'm learning. I'm reading. I'm analyzing. I'm I'm literally seeing everything that Adam does right mm-hmm. and wrong and I'm learning. I'm trying to learn from his mistakes so I don't make those same mistakes, but at the same time everybody makes mistakes. Yeah, some things you have to mess up on your own too to really learn. And that's how you really really learn. That's how you, yeah, that's how you, really you know, you never forget your mistakes. Yeah, it's you always shouldn't. yeah, it's always yeah, you don't make the same mistake twice. If you do, you're a dummy. Yeah. Straight up. You're I a mean dummy. like I, hey, I know somebody's laughing over here because I've made the same mistake twice before. Yeah, I am a dummy by my own definition. But uh, what was I going to say? The um, the learning experience that you get from working hands-on with something is so different than any advice anyone could give you. Like someone could give you the best advice because they've learned from their own mistakes and they, they're trying to help you. You know, we yeah. get advice from all our family members and... You really try to take away, uh, take take good information in. You know, people say some dumb stuff. You push that out. You know, you. I think the exactly. saying is, you add what you is filter. good, subtract what is not, or something like that. You definitely filter, yeah. But um, even with all this good advice, you you're still gonna make the same mistakes. You know, and you can't even be disappointed in yourself because people have made these mistakes for so long in life. And um, but I'm glad you're doing good, bro. I'm glad you look good. You yeah. you like what you're doing? You're happy right now? Yeah, it's nice. Uh, I can't wait to see what the future has in store for both of us. I know we're going to be friends for a really long time. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? The plan. I think this is a good way to end the podcast, man. Thank you for being here. For sure.